Welcome to Eat, Live, Love, Train. It's not a tagline, it's a lifestyle and a community of individuals devoted to food, wine, and wellness. I'm your host, Chef Shannon, executive chef, certified sommelier, and certified wellness coach. Also, proud Air Force veteran. Hashtag gratitude. As you listen, this will be one of the best moments of your week, where you're entertained like a stand-up, educated like a TED Talk, and enlightened like a sermon. If you're new around here, welcome. You can find me at eatlivelovetrain.com. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe. You can listen over at iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Alexa TuneIn, Pandora, and Google Podcast. I appreciate you. And if you got something on your mind, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Eat Live Love Train. And if you're not new, then you already know how we get down around here. If you would like to be a part of the Food, Wine, and Wellness Tribe and get routine updates and notifications on pop-ups, live streams, promos, members-only exclusive videos, podcasts, and or giveaways, be sure to get on the list to receive the newsletter. You don't want to miss out on opportunities that will enhance your kitchen game, hosting skills, food and wine persona, and bring added value to both your personal and professional relationships overall. You can sign up to get all these updates at eatlivelovetrain.com forward slash newsletter. All right, so we're picking up where we left off at our last episode. In this episode, I want to focus primarily on keto-friendly foods, calculating your macros, and then um, your total carbs versus your net. Okay? So we're going to dive straight into this because it's a lot of information, which is why I'm breaking this up into different segments so that my audience, you guys and gals, can consume it and process it and implement it in your day-to-day lifestyle. Now, when it comes to eating certain types of foods, ketosis is achieved by keeping carb intake to 10% or less of your daily calories. While some keto diet followers try to keep total carbs to 30 grams or less, ketosis can be achieved in most individuals by consuming less than 50 grams of carbs daily. Now, unlike many other traditional diet plans, the keto diet does not focus on restricting or limiting daily caloric intake. Instead, macronutrient ranges are used to guide daily intake and food choices. So in order for you to calculate your daily nutrient goals using a macronutrient breakdown, first you need to determine your approximate energy or caloric needs. Now, using an online calculator, You can start with an approximate amount between 1,600 and 2,000 calories for a female and 2,000 to 2,400 calories for a male. And this is just ballpark. This caloric level does not have to be precise because it's only going to be used to set certain eating parameters. The important thing is that when you're doing this, you focus on your carbs and your protein maximums. So, I'll give you a perfect example using my macronutrients. When I'm not fasting, my caloric intake daily will be between 2,000 and 2,400 calories. My macronutrients will look like this. For my protein, between 75 to 125 grams. For my carbs, 25 to 50 grams. And then for my fat intake, 
maybe 156 to 178 grams. And predominantly during the week, Monday through Friday, my primary protein source will be fish. And you guys have been rocking with me for a while. You know how I get down. Wild fish, never farmed. Here at Eat, Live, Love, Train, we do not do the GMOs, so we stay away from farmed anything when it comes to our seafood. Now, some keto practitioners do keep track of total carb grams, while others prefer to keep track of total net carbs. In essence, net carbs are the total carbs in a serving of food minus the fiber. Because fiber does not elicit a blood glucose response or upset ketosis in the body, many find that tracking net carbs is less restrictive and allows for greater intake of low-carb, high-fiber vegetables. Now, I'm going to go over a list of foods that are considered keto-friendly, those with zero net carbs or very minimal net carbs, as well as foods to avoid or greatly minimize. Also keep in mind that carb intake should be less than 50 grams. So you're going to be omitting a lot of starchy foods, foods with sugars, refined sugars, both added and natural, should be minimized. Alright, so keto-friendly foods. I'm going to start with beef. All cuts of beef. So this includes ground, steak, brisket, ribs, roast, tenderloin, flank, shoulder, liver, so on and so on. Now, when it comes to beef, I prefer grass-fed as opposed to corn-fed. Why? Corn-fed grain, higher in omega-6s. We already have an abundance of omega-6s here in North America. We don't need any more. But because we're getting so much, it causes an imbalance. All right. But for more on that, listen to previous podcasts about omega-3s. I'm going to make sure that I stay on target and on topic. Pork, all cuts. So this includes ground, chops, tenderloin, um, ribs, shank, and uncured fresh ham. Uncured. Okay, chicken, all cuts of chicken, including ground, breast, thighs, legs, liver, uh, ground turkey, breast thighs, and so on and so on. All cuts of poultry. However, organic when it comes to poultry. Organic, free range. When it comes to GMOs, chickens are probably the biggest lot to have GMOs. Now, when it comes to wild game, I am a fan of wild game. I'm here in Texas Hill Country. Um, so wild game, deer, bison, duck, pheasant, quail, rabbit, goat, elk, etc. Um, it's not an extensive and all-inclusive list, but... And I'm also a fan of wild boar. Now, when it comes to processed meats, I'm not a huge fan of processed meats or processed foods in general. Um, bacon, uncured, um, is fine for me. And I consume some prosciutto once in a while. And occasionally some sausage occasionally. But other than that, I don't do uh, cold cuts. I don't do anything else. But if you like, you do you, boo-boo. Seafood, one of my 
favorite types of food. Almost any and all types of seafood are fine, but um, so when it comes to fish, you know, particularly those that are higher in fat, again, wild, not farmed. I am a huge consumer of wild salmon. Um, you can also do mackerel, sea bass, herring, sablefish. I am a huge consumer of sardines, uh, trout, butterfish, halibut, anchovies. Again, not an all-inclusive list. Um, my shellfish, when it comes to shellfish, I'm very particular about shellfish. Um, again, wild, not farmed. Um, shrimp, crabs, oysters, clams, scallops, lobster, crawfish, mussels, conch, and abalone. Alright, so here are a handful of low-carb vegetables. Artichokes, asparagus, bell pepper, beets, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, particularly red, green, napa, bok choy cabbage, carrots, cauliflower, celery, cucumbers, endive, green beans, kale of all types, Swiss chard, lettuce of all types, collard greens, mushrooms of all types, okra, onions of all types, um, radishes, rutabaga, snow peas, uh, sugar snap peas, summer squash, tomatoes, um, including canned, turnips, watercress, uh, squash, acorn, zucchini. Now, if you notice, I didn't say anything about potatoes or yams. I know, I left out some good comfort food veggies, and in large part because of their high starch content. And starch breaks down into carbs, and carbs break down into sugar. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't eat anything that I didn't mention. I'm just saying you should limit it. Because that's what I do, point in fact. If I'm going to eat something and it may not be on this list, I'll have it once in a blue moon. It does not or will not be a staple in my diet weekly. Here's some keto-friendly nuts to consume. Um, tree nuts, almonds, Brazil nuts, cashews, pecans, walnuts, pine nuts, pistachios, hazelnuts. Now you can do peanuts as well, but I don't eat peanuts. Um, peanuts are high in omega-6s and 9s, and we get enough of those. Organic and natural unsweetened peanut butter and other nut butters. Pumpkin, sunflower, sesame, chia, and flax seeds, whole or ground. Now when it comes to dairy, um, butter or ghee, I like to use a lot of butter in my cooking, um, or clarified butter. Uh, eggs, cheeses of all types, heavy creams, half and half, unsweetened almond milk, uh, unsweetened soy milk, sour cream, creme fraiche, plain yogurt, Greek yogurt, kefir, um, whole milk and buttermilk. Keto-friendly fruits, avocados, berries, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, cranberries, and blackberries. Some keto-friendly oils. This is a very short list for me. Olive oils, coconut oils, 
avocado oils, pecan oils, walnut oils. And I tend to cook with a lot of clarified butter and uh, some bacon fat, occasionally duck fat. Other than that, that's it. Now, there are other oils you can use, but I don't use those other oils because they are either hydrogenated highly or high in omega-9s. And I don't use them, such as peanut oil. I don't even use that. Canola oil. I don't use that. Vegetable oil. I don't use that. Sunflower oil. I don't use that. Why? Listen to my previous episodes in my other podcasts and I talk about why. All right, so some keto-friendly condiments. Mayonnaise, mustard, unsweetened ketchup, buffalo sauce, guacamole, fresh salsa, one of my absolute favorites. Love me some fresh salsa or some pico de gallo. Mm. Uh, Full-fat salad dressings, beverages, water, coffee, tea, iced or hot tea. Uh, Stevia sweetened beverages are okay. You want to keep anything that's going to spike your blood sugar levels, you want to keep to a minimum or zero. Now when it comes to some extras, some of your seasonings, your spices, uh, fresh herbs, absolutely fine. Your pepper, your salt. Um, You don't want nothing with added sugar. Alright, so that was the list of keto-friendly foods. Not all-inclusive, but... um, majority of your key players are definitely on there okay but now we're going to go over some foods to avoid or reduce in your diet grain products both whole and refined cereal bread pasta rice other snack foods i know when it comes to some of these there's trade-offs um instead of white rice i will do black rice a lot healthier And doesn't spike insulin levels. When it comes to pasta, love me some pasta so I pick and choose my battles when it comes to pasta. Not sure if I can totally eliminate it, but I certainly reduce it. See, there I'm being 100% upfront and candid with you all. Because even for me, sometimes this can be challenging. Most of the time it's easy, but sometimes it has its challenges. Starchy vegetables such as white and sweet potatoes and corn. Legumes such as kidney or black beans, lentils, and chickpeas. Any fruit that I did not mention on the keto friendly food list. All right. And this includes um, fruit juice. I want to reduce fruit juice. Any and all sweeteners, syrups, honeys, and nectars. And so there you have it, foods to avoid or reduce greatly from your diet. As I said before, this will be a moving target because it is going to be challenging. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? These are my thoughts, and I'm curious to hear what you have to say on the subject matter. Feel free to send your comments or questions chef-coach at eatlivelovetrain.com or can DM me on Instagram at eatlivelovetrain. As always, I appreciate you tuning in and remember, we are a reflection 
of what we eat. I'll see you next time.